everybody. It's me, Justin J. War, host of the Chicago 60 and the Chicago 60 show on YouTube. And uh, it's time for another edition of Couch Stories. That's right. We're here at Couch Stories. This is where we sit on a couch and talk to the gentleman or lady in this case, it's a gentleman who was just on the Chicago 60 podcast, and we get to know a little bit more about them, who they are, why do we have them on the podcast, what are they doing? Why, are they even in Chicago? What are they doing in Chicago? Is this person relevant? Are they important? All of the answers to those questions is yes, and we're here to learn more about the gentleman who's sitting here to my right so that you can know about him, and you can go check him out, follow him and listen to the amazing stuff that he's doing here in this wonderful city that is Chicago. So without further ado, I want to introduce my guest for this edition of Couch Stories, and that is Senor Wilhelm Duke. Just Wilhelm Duke, not Senor, but Wilhelm Duke. <laughs> Wilhelm no, Duke, hello. Uh, no Senor or Sir yet. Maybe I will get knighted. One day. Some, one, one day in time, maybe. Uh, Justin J. Ward, thank you for having me. Chicago 60, happy to be here. Um, yeah. Excellent. All right, man. Well, uh, let me give some. Well, first of all, um, I can find it. Cheers the to beer. You, sir. Ice house. Yes. Good. Guy. We've we've been downgraded to ice house now. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of everything else, so now ice house it is. But I'll take it. Cheers, bro. Uh, all right. Uh, the taste of champions, right mm. there. Okay. But uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm really excited to have you on this edition of Couch Toys, bro. Um, we just had an amazing podcast yes we did yes we did it was so much fun you spoke with our uh compatriot our colleague our uh c60 crew guy um ron russell aka mm -hmm. visa man he is uh, a rap hip-hop artist and well gee if he was a rap hip-hop artist and we had you on the podcast then that makes you a rap hip-hop artist yes it does that is if correct a plus B equal no, that's not it. Um. So anyway, <laughs> there's some math equation for this, but that's not the right one. E equals MC. I'm an MC squared. You're an MC, something like that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> He's an MC squared. I love it. But yes, so so you uh you go by the name Wilhelm Duke, right? And um, which are so my middle names by the way. Those are my that. stage names, but also my birth um government wow. middle names. So. All right. Well, I didn't even know that. So that's dope. That's very cool. Um, but yeah, so for Chicago, this gentleman here, Wilhelm Duke, he is an amazingly talented. I have seen him in person. The kid kills. He crushes. He can spit bars like nobody's mother. I tell you, he is really, really good. And I, I, I really think more people should know about you. I've seen you in many instances and in many different clubs around the city. You are very kind to invite me. And when I have nothing else going on, and when I want to go do something fun, I'm always like, I, I hope Eric and Wilhelm Duke has a fucking show. So and I can you go bring do people. Fun. So I and I bring that people. Too. You bring new people. So. I do, yeah. And I mean, it's because people should know about you. And that's why we're having you here on the podcast and here in Couch Stories. So uh, without further ado, uh, let me stop uh, buttering you up and let's talk to you about who you are. And let's get <laughs> to know you. Okay? So Wilhelm Duke here. All right. First of all, where are you from? So Where, give it, give me, a, give me the scoop here. I've lived in Chicago since 2012. Okay. Um, Where are you originally? But from? originally, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, good old Nebraska and boy. And it's there's like almost no hip hop scene or culture there. There is a very small one, you know, over the last few years that's starting to kind of come together. But I had to move to Chicago to pursue this uh, this rap dream that I have. 
Uh, my father is an immigrant from Sweden, so I did, up until I was 12 years old, summers and Christmases, spent a lot of time in Scandinavia. Uh, I always say that just so that, you know, me being some guy from the corn state isn't right. the only thing that I'm going on, culturally speaking. You're but, very but tall. But I am from Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, You're a nice. very tall man for Sweden. Right. Yes, it makes sense. <laughs> I am uh, very believing that you are uh, from a Sweden. That is good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the accent. I watched, go. No, you got the accent. I watched Vikings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> History Channel, shout out. History Channel and other shows, okay? Actually, there's a much better show on, uh, net. I believe, Netflix. It's called, oh, shoot, I forgot the name of it. Oh, it's called Norseman. If you haven't seen oh. this show, you have to check it out, dude. It's basically okay, like, I haven't seen it's like really good sarcastic humor, like dry humor. And it's just like, <laughs> is they just like, like I don't want to get too much into this, but it's really Wait, just It's funny. a Viking comedy. It's basically a Viking comedy, yeah. They basically satire okay. the Viking shows. They're like, why do you not want to wear the helmet, uh, gringo? Uh, well, because the horns are not big <laughs> enough uh, for this particular armor. I need a better uh, armor. I don't know. I think it is a fashion statement, you know. To <laughs> right, have we didn't horns. actually have horns. <laughs> we don't on our helmets. It's we use them to drink mead. <laughs> That's right. And bruise. It's not exactly very uh, uh, safe to be running down a battlefield with horns on your head. And if we cheated on our wives, they could beat us <laughs> and take are, the estate. They are about as big as us. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of muscles. <laughs> oh my god. No, real, 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 real stuff. That's no, great. Yeah, oh my god. All right, so you're, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. We so okay. So a little bit of background before um, I get into a couple other questions here. I, uh, uh, I, so we we met at. Uh, Sparrow. So, right. Yeah, yeah. Cocktail so lounge in the Gold Coast of Chicago, Illinois. An amazing rum cocktail lounge. I cannot say better things about it as a bar. It is amazing. Mm. I mean, I walked in there. I mean, I my real quick backstory is I quit my one sales job, tried to pursue acting comedy full time, ended up working in a bar. Went to. I was at a really bad bar. Well, at, at least it was bad to work at. I won't mention it because it is fun to go to. Um, but then when I went in to go interview with Paul, who's the manager there, um, I was like, I walked in there. I'm like, this is the bar, man. If I'm going to mm. work in a bar, this is the bar. Because I, I wanted, to, like, I wanted to become a real bartender. You know, at the time, I was like, right, I want right. to. If I'm going to bartend, I'm going to be. I'm going to do real cocktails, real shit. So I was there, and so you were the bar, uh, the doorman there. I was a bar back, and we would just talk. We we would end shifts and we would just talk and goof around. Yeah, and just shoot the shit every every single night that we worked. But yeah. the big thing was like you were like, hey, I'm a rap hip hop artist. I'm trying to like make it, and I was like, I'm trying to fucking start my comedy right. and we, podcast, we had, and we bonded on that. We had we talked you. about working together, helping each other out. You right. know, the cross promo f with his podcast, his comedy, my rapping and emceeing. Uh, for quite some time, I, I can't even yep. remember when you started at Sparrow. Now it was definitely it wasn't 2019, July, one of those, I think. It was 2018. It was 2018. Right, right. Damn. Yeah. Time flies. I, time flies. So we've known each other for about a year now. Over. Well, over it's got to be a little over a year now. A little over a year now. Yeah. You're a fantastic gentleman. Thank you. Thank and that's you. why we want to get to know a little bit more about you. So um, so you're from Nebraska. You're Swedish. We just found out. Um, here's the big thing. So um, I don't think this is going to be a shocker to you or to me or anybody else watching, but you're white. 
right. Your skin is white. <laughs> yes, it is porcelain. And, and now that we know you're from Sweden, you're very white. Yeah. Um, why hip hop, man? What about it? Uh, so, okay, so just real quick backstory. My mother uh, taught in the urban school system in Omaha, Nebraska. So public schools. Uh, the public school system in Omaha, Nebraska, is predominantly where all where the majority of the African Americans go to school. I was in a parochial school, a Catholic school. Um, Good old Catholics. My mother yanked me out of St. Cecilius of the Catholic school right before I turned 12, which I would have been in sixth grade because my mother was quite weary at the time about the whole priest's pedophilia thing. Um, <laughs> so she put me in the school that okay? she... Yeah, no, she yeah, put yeah, me... Yeah, and sure, and it is, sure. No, it, it is honestly it hilarious because every for time sure. I... It is funny. Yeah. Um, so she put me in the school that she taught in, uh, which was Monroe Middle School in Omaha, Nebraska. And right away, it was like I immersed myself. It's like I'm listening to Jay-Z's Black Album. I'm listening to T.I. Um, and then I'm listening to like, you I know, like, like Jibs and Chingy. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like the white guy on the basketball team. So basically because of proximity and just being an open-minded individual that loves to learn about people it just i mean that just rap and hip-hop was like that was yeah that was just default like de facto like it you know i just fell into it pretty much just fell into it because of that that's that's very interesting actually so what was it i mean was it just the fact that being in the urban environment there like that's what all the kids were listening to so like you just naturally picked it up or was there something was there something also about it that you were drawn to i mean obviously I mean, I mean, look, we're we're sometimes a product of our environments, right? But at the, at the same time, there can be things in your environment that a lot of people are doing, but you might gravitate to other things. So, was there something else about the art form of rap and hip hop that really intrigued you, and then you kind of embraced it while you were in that environment as well? Or yeah, I, w- I would say two things. So, one thing is the the idea of like s- rappers were always talking about their hardships or what they experience and flipping that into something cool. So like rappers were cool, right? But within rap, you can also say the most, like you can have, you can say the most amount of words or lyrics or lines, or you can have a lot of message jam packed into like, you know, two to three minutes, four minutes, you know, of a song. So it it was kind of this idea that at least I was interpreting or, you know, growing up like, Oh my gosh, like these rappers are like, they're saying a whole lot of stuff. And they're really cool. I want to be able to say things and have it be meaningful and also just have this like kind of this cool factor, um, especially, you know, because, you know, growing up is hard. School is tough. Bullies. You're trying to figure out where you fit in. And rappers seem to stand out as much as they, you know, kids want to fit in. But rappers seem to like like they just stand out. So I really identified with that type of ambition, basically. Okay, that's cool. So it was it was uh, something about um, kind of making a name for yourself when not being able mm. to stand yes. out from the crowd that kind of also got you uh, interested in it, in it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You were trying to go for the honeys, weren't you? You wanted the honeys. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, what, what do men do in this world <laughs> than try to impress the women? And it's like... For me, it was like, well, I can do the, you know, like to impress the girls. We like the women Um, folk, yes. Oh my God, that's pretty funny. So, so, um, so it started basically when you were in school in Nebraska. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, when did you move to? You, oh, you said in 2012. You said so, in 2012 yeah, uh, you moved. So, so I, how did that? Okay, here's the thing. Well, say what you're going to say there. And well, I have a question. So basketball was my pride and joy, my passion. Oh, no I thought shit. I was going to play college ball. But oh, wow. Well, you are tall. How tall are you? I'm six foot six. Okay, well, that um, makes sense. But when I realized that, you know, basketball was, that reality was closing itself in on me, I was like, well, I love music. I love hip hop. I love rap. When I finally, senior year 2011, I quit the varsity basketball team two weeks into the season. We hadn't even had our first game. We were just practicing. Uh, I quit, told my mom that, yeah, I want to rap. If I'm going to go to college, that's fine, but I'm going to rap because I can. What I told my mom was that I can affect a lot more people's lives and livelihoods through music and through art and creativity than I can putting on some type of physical display of skill right within basketball right um so i quit basketball i took up rap as my mantle and then you know here we are there you go all right now when you moved to chicago and uh so you you got this kind of love and passion for hip-hop and rap then you moved in 2012 how what was the transition like what was did you notice differences i would have to imagine oh yeah there were a lot of so what were I some of the things you I was deer, that were different. I was just a deer in the headlights. Um, literally, figuratively, literally and figuratively speaking, Chicago was a huge city. It's a lot smaller now. But at the time, 2012, being 19 years old, Chicago was a huge city. Um, everybody that I ran into seemed to know a lot more about hip-hop and rap than I did. So I was just trying to be a sponge, soak in everything that I could. Uh, I released, or I recorded a lot of music. I released a lot of music. That music you can't find anymore. Um, that was back in the day. It's under uh, rapes. Right, right. That, that's, you know, that's you're going through the growing process, trying yeah. to figure out the craft as an artist. Right. Um, no, I mean, looking back on it, it is, you know, I was kind of being an idiot, just bumbling around from here to there, but always learning, always learning, and always trying to get better at the craft of rap, whether or not I was very good at the time. Sure. At all. So. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the the important part is, to constantly develop and improve. Mm. And when I can imagine if you're a younger, when you're a younger artist, I mean, you just, just like life in general, um, you just don't have as much life experience. So you're only going to be able to talk about specific things. You're only going to be able to rap yeah, about yeah. specific things. But as you get older, you get the more life experience. There's more stuff you can, you can rap about. But what were some, um, what were, I mean, was there, was there anything like specific when you moved to Chicago from like Nebraska or like, uh, like holy, like was was the talent be- like that much better? I mean, was there anything like that where you were like, holy shit? Beyond just like the culture shock of being like, oh my god, these people know way more than me. Was there anything like, oh shit, I gotta step up my game? Like there, these, there these was cats. a lot of talent, um, but there were also a lot of cats where I was just you know jaded and like, oh, I'm better than them, right? Like I, right, I would right. say, oh, I can, you know. But uh, over the years, I've kind of lost that competitive edge and been more just about you know how does how can we make this like. Um, a productive business transaction between yeah. all of the rappers in the room or what have you. But uh, no, there was a lot of talent here in Chicago. There were all, there were also a lot of kids that I didn't think were talented that were making considerable moves. And that was also confusing. Um, Cause I didn't understand, you know, when I, when I was a 19 year old kid, I, I didn't understand the whole like connection between like, okay, if you have money, you can do this. If you have talents, you can do this. Right. And just because you have a lot of talent doesn't mean you can do this if you have no money. Right. So. Right. That's, yes, you know, money helps. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It helps to have the money. And a lot of it. Yes. Um, 
So what was uh, what was something? Was there anything that you found you had to change about what you were doing in Nebraska to what you now have to do here in Chicago? Well, at the time, yeah, I thought I had to have a crazy wild image. Uh, really? There was a time when I would walk around with like purple jeans. Oh my lord! Uh, a denim vest jacket with my name on the back of it, a cowboy hat, and blonde plait braids down to my shoulder. Which, by the way, I still rock the plait braids down to my shoulders if I get my hair long enough. Uh, but my sister is a comedian, is a comedian and actress in L.A., and she loves to cut my hair whenever she gets the chance. <laughs> uh, that's a whole. That's another story, another topic for another time. But uh, yeah, no. When I first got to Chicago and. I see all the rappers that are blowing up on the internet and, you know, making careers. It's like I got lost in the sauce, so to speak. And I was really like, oh, I got to have this time. I got to I got to look this way or I got to present myself. And now over time, I've realized that's not really that doesn't matter. It's all about making a fantastic sonic product. Yeah, so I understand. That's where I'm at now. Basically. So so it's gone more for you from. And I would say this this probably comes with age and wisdom. It's it's gotten more from, oh, I'm gonna get the image, you know, I'm gonna stand out, you know, people are noticing rappers and whatnot, and it moved more towards I am loving the art form, the craft, and I wanna just work on Absolutely that itself. I love did, did you notice that transition in yourself or, or was it always about the art? I didn't notice it at the time. Looking back I realized, okay, yeah, there were like gradually over time I'm not caring so much about what I think I should project myself as and just sure. caring more about how I rap, how I sound, what I'm talking about, and the musical product, and less about what I'm doing, who I'm working with, who has clout or fame or success, right. and just throwing all that out the window and, and just focusing on myself, what I can do well, and how I can build and do well with others that are you know, roughly in the same boat as myself, trying right. to get trying better to make and it, get well. Trying to get it, yeah, yeah. Well, here, uh, here's uh, here's something I'm curious about. So, how do you? So, I mean, when I'm doing improv comedy, or if I'm doing some comedy stuff or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm trying to come up with material. So, for you, where does your source of uh, material and inspiration come from? Because I've heard you rap, and I mean, you're good, uh, <laughs> very, very good. Um, but where and, and sometimes you are rapping so fast. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. I'm going to be that's honest. good. That's good. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I'm just like this guy sounds lyrical. I'll I'll go with it. Um, but where do you get your source of inspiration for because just like a stand up comic or anything, you, you got to be writing. Right. Mm. So where does that uh, where do you find your the, a lot of your inspiration source material comes from? Um, I would say history and conspiracy. I like to. Regardless, regardless yeah. of okay. what I'm talking about, I always like to weave in and inter interlay concepts about history that I think are important to sprinkle in or or things about conspiracies that I think are important for people to like. Um, for example, if I could make a pop record, but it had a lot. OK, here, here we go. Um, all right, I'm in. One it. of my Let's favorite, go. one of my favorite records of all time is yeah. Californication by sure. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Sure, great. And they have a line in there that says, "Space may be the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement." So if I could make pop records and sprinkle in lines about conspiratorial topics that were to evoke some type of mental reaction within you, then then I have then I came here to do what I had to do, uh, basically. So 
I, yeah, I draw a lot from history. I draw a lot from, you know, hot conspiracies or ones that I'm in, into reading about at the time. Other than that, I mean, you know, life experience, what's going on in my personal life, how, um, you know, certain cynicisms that I have of the music industry or maybe the current social, political climate. Um, anything that I can talk about, I all definitely like to put in a record. Um, because I like to stray away from cliche topics. Like I don't really like to make records about love or relationships. Uh, I will, but it's not. It's not my go-to. I don't just sit. You know, every time I sit down to write or make a song, it's not. You know, I'm not talking about a woman or a past. Really, you know, it's not right. really my forte. You're not Taylor Swift. Right, right. Not Taylor <laughs> Swift. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you. Um, no, but uh, I, I, I really like to make people think. If I can get you to groove. And I get you to think at the same time, then I'm doing something right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I and that's why I like listening to your stuff. And I was curious about that because uh, I've I've heard some nuggets in your stuff about that. So I was curious uh, a little bit about that. But yeah, that's a lofty goal, I think. And that's you know that's what we try and do on our podcast. We try to make people laugh, but also we can inform them and get them to know about cool people like you and go check thank out you, your stuff. You. Or, you know, learn about some of the funny, kooky stories we talk about on the podcast. And, you know, if they're interested, they want to learn a little bit more. And, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of – and learn about this amazing city we have in Chicago. That's that's the goal of that. So I think that's cool that you're trying to do that with your with your music. Um, are you uh, are you a fan? I mean, you're saying that you, like, uh, you throw stuff in in history. Are you – would you consider yourself a, a fan of history, per se? Oh, yeah, because yeah. history and, and what I think really happened. Got it. Because I mean, I alternative love alternative history. I love history, but most people hate history. So are you? You're a fan of it? Then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's your favorite time period? Well, right now, well, okay. So the, my upcoming record that's being dropped on November the twenty third is called the Robber Baron, and the Robber ah, Baron is a reference to the yes. Gilded Age, but uh, which is the eighteen fifties through the late eighteen nineties, and the Robber Barons were basically. Um, white individual white men individuals that grew to extreme wealth and power through a variety of industries namely like oil or gold or timber or transportation like the trains. Rockefeller yeah the Rockefellers the, the Warburg yeah Morgans uh, the, yes, the yes, Carnegie yes. Mellons yes um so the reason why my record on the 23rd is called the Robert Baron it's an it's an a reference and an homage to that sort of but it's also I'm kind of shining light on the idea that uh, rappers in modern day America are like modern Robert Robert Barons. Uh, someone like Jay Z, mm. who who can go from, you know, hanging out in Bronx and selling crack in hallways to being a partner in the NFL. You know, that's acquired nobility. Like they they the rot that it's the term Robert Baron comes from the idea. Well, a Baron is of noble birth, but if you're a robber Baron, then you you acquired nobility through the means of capitalism. Correct. Um, yes. And I, I am a capitalist. I, I do think that people should be able to make their own wealth and yes. get their own money in this life. At the same time, I realize that I'm not a rich robber baron, and you know there not are yet. a lot of pro not yet, and there are there are a lot of problems that come with capitalism and you know the pursuit of money, which I do kind of explore those different philosophies in the record. Uh, but yeah, the Gilded Age right now, the, from 1850 to late 1890s, is very definitely an interesting period of time. Highly yeah. recommend. Well, that's interesting because uh, okay, so that's the that is the term from from that time period. But uh, so one of the the term from my favorite period in in history is Roman history. That they would call that a Noah's Homo. 
Uh, which, and I which didn't even sounds, know that. Which sounds gayer than it is. A Noah's homo. A Noah's homo, yeah. A so Noah's homo. Latin. You heard it here first. Chicago basically, 60. that's right. It's And it's Latin for a, basically a new man. Um, so like Cicero, who was one of the greatest orators of probably all time, or at least definitely of the um, uh, Hellenic and, and Roman time period, he was uh, a Noah's homo. And there are several other senators that came up, and they would uh, be... Uh, granted that title if they didn't come from the nobility somewhat basically the same thing as what you're saying about but i would agree with you about um what you're saying in regards to the producers and rap hip-hop artists such as the jay-z's and the dr dre's and all that the right. and, and ice cubes etc etc they I mean i mean there's already there's already plenty of documentary material and film material choreo you know uh, documenting their rise and now they're you know running this whole thing that you're in basically yeah yeah they're like you the know? top you're some of the top dogs yeah yeah 100 so that's interesting that you've chosen that title it's very cool actually thank uh, you thank you i hope it uh, I, I it'll definitely get misconstrued depending on your mindset but you know right. that it is what it is it is what it is well you got to do you got to produce and do the things that you want to do for the way it is so absolutely yeah um Okay, very cool. That was very interesting. Uh, well, since you brought up your your well, you already mentioned about your new album, which was one of the things I wanted to talk about. Yep. But your new album, and yeah, feel free to adjust that however you want. But um, November twenty third, it's coming out. How? Uh, now I don't really know anything about albums anymore, because now when people say albums, albums are different than when it, what used to mean back in the olden times. But uh, like, how, how many tracks? You have so a favorite it's a, track. It's seven, What's going uh, on? seven tracks, seventeen minutes long. It's technically, I guess, it's technically um, still an extended playlist. But you, I mean, I call it an album because to me, it feels more like an album. Even sure. though it's, it's a short. No, it's album. an album for sure. Um, but I like I like project. It's a seven. It's a seven song project. It's seventeen minutes long, um, and this is not the last that we're gonna hear about the idea of the robber baron i'm definitely gonna have like follow-up sequels um you know uh, consecutive releases to explore more philosophies about the idea of you know the robber baron and modern day capitalism but yeah the my debut project as wilhelm duke uh the robber baron comes out november 23rd uh, it'll be streaming everywhere and i also have a listening party on the november the 16th at grassroots chicago and yeah nice all right, November twenty third, oh, and fully produced by Orlando Coolridge, aka B Dot Water of Slump Gang Triple Seven. Orlando Coolridge is a fantastic MC and producer in the city of Chicago, and he uh, fully produced this entire record. So, all right, well, shout out to that guy, Orlando so. Coolridge. <laughs> Orlando Coolridge. All right, sounds cool, um, because it's cool. No, he's he's very Ridge. talented, gentleman. Yes, absolutely. Yes. No, it sounds like it. That's fantastic. Um, okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, I want to get to one more question about that in particular, and that would be, so you do some shows and things and, uh, I've seen some of your shows. So what is it about? I mean, I feel like just like stand up comedians who have to go do open mics and things like that, like that's a, just a thing that they have to do. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I'm curious to know, uh, like, what's the show vibe like? What's your favorite part of doing shows like that? Because I feel like like stand-ups have to go do open mics and, like, test things out. But for 
rap hip hop artists like yourself? What gets you going for those shows? I mean, you, I feel like you have to do those to get people to know you and things like that, right? You have, uh, you absolutely have to do open mics. Um, I used to have a very different mentality when I was younger, and, and the mentality was very closed-minded and jaded. And I used to think that, like, oh, if you, like, you know, if you if you didn't have a lot of people at your show coming to support you, like, why would you even perform? Like, why would you perform for a room of five people at an open mic of yada yada yada? But now I realize that if you're really about your craft and being true to yourself, you will perform if it's zero or a million, and you absolutely need to do open mics because you discover new people that will be fans of you or artists that you can collaborate with and also it's a way to sharpen the skills get better at what you're doing um if you're not a successful or on or signed artist or comedian for that matter and you're not doing open mics then it's like i question what you think you're doing when you say you're a rapper for example sure you know yeah. if, if at the very least you're hitting open mics weekly then it's like okay yeah no like you're you're working towards something. I can see that, and I can respect that. Nice. So. Okay. Makes sense. That was what I was curious about the most because I just saw that kind of connection, and I was curious if it's similar in the hip-hop game as it is in, like the, in the comedy game because you got to constantly be out there networking, meeting people. Depends on who you ask, but I would say yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. It's imperative. Okay. Like pertinent to. Okay. Well, let's let's move into this. What do you like to do when you're not rapping? So I guess my medium of consuming, I like video games when I'm yeah mad. Yeah, because when I watch movies or I listen to records, I'm always like thinking of like what I'm doing as a recording artist. But when I'm playing video games, uh, specifically lately Rocket League, I'm kind of yeah. just lost in it. And I don't really think too hard about my productivity as an artist or whatnot. I can kind of just enjoy it for what it is and not break down all the aspects of it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure you as a comedian, if you're seeing another comedian, you, you probably can enjoy it, but you're also probably being to a level, you know, you're scrutinizing the set and how the right. comedian interacts with the audience and, you know, the mannerisms and, you know, the punchlines, the stories, how they set things up. So, yeah, no, I, when I'm not working or working on my craft, I'll, you know, pop in PS4. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I would love to be able to play video games. I, I don't, well, we're going <laughs> to, we have some ideas and, uh, We've got uh, Norm here in the booth who's producing this and produces a lot of the shows for us. But it's funny because he's got a Twitch stream that he's okay. using. What's that? What's your streets? What's your Twitch? Winter Robots. Winter Robots is the is the Twitch stream for Norm and his girlfriend Sarah, and uh, they also do it under the C60 brand, which is cool. But we're trying to do something with like Madden games for like the Bears and shit like oh, that. I love it's that. huge. It's a huge Madden thing. 2005 was one of the best games of all time. Now, if you're lonely, <laughs> you know I'm here waiting for you. And Ray Lewis is on the cover, and you're just going to like yeah, sack yeah. like the quarterback 15 times oh, in a game. Oh, for sure. Oh, that was yeah. Juice your character up. No, absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's it's intense now, man. Like the video gaming and everything. There's so many ways you can make money off of it now. I mean, the whole adage. Back in the day, back in the olden times, when moms used to say, you can't, you know, stop playing video games, you can't make money off of that. Well, uh, fuck wow, you, mom. Yes, I can now. It's I certainly can. 
It's crazy. So people like Ninja are just like they really unreal. show you like what can happen in this world. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's crazy stuff. And uh, but you know, I I don't even get a r- around to uh, being able to do that unless we do this project where we play this Madden stuff. But I've would have been fascinating watching some of these guys on like YouTube and whatnot play games like this, and then they're got all these subscribers and they're just playing games. I'm like Jesus Christ. Like if I play a video game, I just want to relax. Like take my mind yeah, off of things. Doesn't sound very relaxing. If it you have a Twitch streaming and yeah. you have thousands of people watching you, and they're like, you know, if you mess up, then they're upset. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. crazy stuff. It's crazy stuff. We got to talk to Norm about that. Uh, we'll have to have him on the couch story at some point. But um, yeah, I find that interesting. So, but that's cool. So you like to unwind a little bit and play yeah. some video games and shit like that. That's cool. Because there's more to people, folks, than just their crafts. We are human beings. We entertain you, but we also must be entertained ourselves. <laughs> it's very true. Very true. You need your downtime, but okay. So uh, this is good. I wanted to now. Um, we're gonna get to our. <laughs> so we've learned a little bit about you. Okay, actually, you know what? One last thing before we get into the lightning round. Boom, 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 The lightning round. <laughs> Um, what's your, what are your next shows coming up? Do a quick shout out. What's your next shows? Okay. So, uh, November the 16th at Grassroots Chicago, that's 1430 West Chicago Avenue. Uh, myself, Wilhelm Duke, will be having a EP listening and performance party for the Robert Baron. Uh, so again, that's November the 16th from 5 PM to 9 PM at Grassroots Chicago, which is located at 1430 West Chicago Avenue. Wilhelm Duke, the Robert Baron, um, yeah, there's going to be free food, free drink. Uh, there's going to be discounts on Grassroots Chicago merchandise. I'm going to have um, a couple guest featured artists, uh, people from Ever Evolve, the collective that I'm a part of, and then True Classic from Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, and then November the 23rd, it's not really correlated with Chicago, but I'll be going back home to Omaha, Nebraska to do another uh, release show uh, for some of the people back home. And yeah. All right. That's what I, that's that's all I got yeah. right now. So perfect. Well, that's the most important thing, and you and you will share with us the uh, flyers or anything like that. So oh we yeah, can post yeah. It. I already got, I already got all the flyers ready to go. So perfect because this will be up. This will this will be up this week, and people who listen will, will know about it. But you know, people forget. Right. So right. We'll, okay, we're gonna. Well, blast I'll, I'll make sure out. to text you that tonight. Then once. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We will do that and make sure people know about it. But with that, Mr. Wilhelm Duke, Woo! Mr. Duke, if you will. The lightning round. It is time for the lightning round. Lightning round. <laughs> Let's get it. Eventually, we're going to have like a cool graphic and little video like thing. Some, exactly, like, yeah. Like the, art, the guest just gets That's zapped. Right. That's right. <laughs> right. It's, it's, just, it's, just like, <laughs> it's just like Nickelodeon guts or whatever. You're going to get slime. Slime, slime falls slime. from the ceiling. Yes, but yes. It's, it's a, getting electrified. <laughs> we get a guy who Norm is going to dress up like Zeus and come in a toga and like Uh-oh. throw Throwing. throw fake lightning bolts at Yo, you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll the turn into a swan. Round. Yeah, but my cousin, shout out to Jason J. War and Nicholas J. War. They're my cousins, and they do a lot of the graphic arts oh, and you. photos for the Chicago 60s, so shout out to them. But, yeah, they're working on that right now for us. But until then, it's time, you just get my dumb ass going, the lightning round, and let's get going. Are you ready? Let's go. Senor let's go. I'm try to Wilhelm do as fast Duke. as possible. Okay. Yeah, we'll get it. All right, here we go. Some of them will be easier than others, but here Alrighty, we go. Already. Answer truthfully and honestly. And as fast as you would like. Here we go. Ready. Cub socks. 
Uh, I'll say Sox, but I had the funnest time watching the Cubs win the World Series, and then I went over to Wrigleyville and just like ran around going wild. So, but I'll, I'll go with Sox. Okay, all right. He went to the South Side. He goes for that Sox. Okay, cool. Um, favorite Chicago food? Do you like the Chicago hot dog or an Italian beef or deep dish? One, two, three. Mm, I'll have to go with none of those. I do like Chicago street food. I'll say pizza puff or wow. Or maybe a gyro that's not quite Greek gyro and a little bit more Chicago. I don't even know what that means in terms of condiments. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm not really a fan of the what if you Italian put a beef, pizza puff in a gyro? I, I could rock with it. <laughs> I used to go to Johnny O's on on the South Side in Bridgeport and get their pizza puff. So oh that's my like God. my that's like my you know go to Chicago. Okay, food, so. all right, all right, fine. Well, now I feel like this next one's gonna be silly, but Portillo's or Al's Beef. You have to get in Italian beef. Uh, we'll see. I've been to Portillo's more. They have those cake shakes. They do. Which are bomb. Uh, Portillo's. Okay, Portillo's it is. Portillo's is a weird place, though. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> it is a bit of... That is true. It's true. It doesn't know what decade it wants to be in. Right. Um, the Riverwalk or the beach? Wow, that's really hard. Um well, the Riverwalk it seems to get more touristy and European as the summers go by. You mean people from Sweden go uh, there? Right, the French or the Swedes <laughs> that don't tip. Hello. Or, uh, but the beach, uh, okay, I'm going to go with the beach because I can actually take a dip in the water at the beach and I can at the Riverwalk. That is that is true. That You definitely don't want to be taking a dip in the no. river. That's for sure. Okay, Lakeshore Drive or Michigan Ave? Lakeshore Drive. Okay. Uh, Lakeshore Drive with a blunt in the car. Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Hands down, hands I like down. it. I like hands it. Down. I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, let's get food stuff done. Lou Melnati's deep dish or Giordano's? I just had Giordano's yesterday, but I don't have to go with Lou Melnati's. But also, on another note, check out Rinaldi's in Lakeview if you like Giordano's or Lou Melnati's. But Lou Melnati's. True. That is well, okay. Very good. You know, you know your shit, Norm. Rinaldi's after dark. Did you just say? Yep. Yep. Shout out to my good friends Benny, Nikki, and Ricky who run that fine establishment over there. So. Right, well, that just sounds like a Three's Company reboot <laughs> series right there, but okay, here we go. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Sears or Willis Tower? Don't screw this Sears. up. Sears. Yeah, I okay, mean, good. All like, right, good. He's a Willis. <laughs> Is that a Bruce Willis? <laughs> yes, Bruce Willis bought the Sears Tower and named it after him. We all hate him, and he's he's dying hard. Die. <laughs> he's dying hard very soon in this city, at least. Okay, good. Now that you answer that one correctly, Sears Tower or John Hancock? Um, well, I was just in the John Hancock Tower on the 93rd floor because my boss owns, or that my owner of my company owns, like, yeah, I'm gonna go with Hancock because I was 93 floors up and that shit was crazy. Nice. So, Are you, like, the signature room? Are you saying with the drinks? No, it was just... right under or above the signature room. It's a penthouse that, it, the oh. whole floor is his. It was wild. It was a company party where they're wow. like, hey, you know. All right. Come and enjoy the, you know, my views because I'm the owner of this. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Some let me, capitalist Let shit, me you know show off. Mm, okay. Shout out Scott Kluth. But. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> do you prefer downtown or do you prefer hanging out in the neighborhoods? Uh, I love the energy and feeling of downtown, but it's like, a, you know, I'm not really – the neighborhoods. The neighborhoods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he I starts off going downtown. downtown. You know, but everyone who's Chicago is like, downtown's <laughs> yeah. not Chicago. Right, right, right. The hoods. All right, cool. Which one's your favorite hood? Pilsen. Ooh. All right. My brother's lived in Pilsen since 2007. Yeah, definitely Pilsen. That's a good hood. Or McKinley Park. 
well, we're going to go take your first answer. So you said Pilsen, bitch. So that was the one that you said. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Um, your favorite thing to do in the city? Uh, restaurant. Restaurant connoisseur. Yeah, like going to a restaurant I haven't been before because I want to check out their menu, some of their drafts, or their good people and staff so yeah go to a restaurant all right so trying out restaurants yeah, cool yeah, yeah. okay cool uh which one's your what's your favorite sport basketball favorite chicago team bulls okay that was easy um a non-rap hip-hop related music genre that you like genre yes um been listening to a lot of cage the elephant and lana del rey so alternative rock industrial 90s rock or alternative pop Okay, cool. I like that. I'm into that. Um, are you a club kind of guy or are you a dive bar kind of guy? I love to dance, but I cannot stand the club, so I'll go with dive bar. Okay, good man. I'm the same way now, particularly. Um, okay, here's a really good one. Chance the Rapper or Kanye? Kanye, no, no, Ooh, no. There's shit. no. There's not even an argument. Like oh. Kanye, Kanye, I don't care what that man says. It's like he's done more for the culture and hip hop and the way people think than Chance the Rapper has done so far. Sorry to say, that's just facts. Okay, that's All just right. facts. Kanye is way more influential and prolific than Chance the Rapper. Okay, I'm 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 into it. I'm into it. All right, here we go. Um, best. Uh, oh, here's here's uh, this is I want to start with this one first. Uh, advice you got moving to Chicago that you wish you had had that you didn't have? Don't be a f- don't think that the city's such a hard, grimy, like gonna kill you type gangster city. Like, be less fearful, be more open minded, be less fearful. Don't think that Chicago's like this hard, tough, you know, gonna chew you up and spit you out type place. Cause I don't, you know, I think we kind of like hype, hyper hype that up okay yeah for sure for sure um best advice in general you have ever received in your entire life Hmm. okay here we go everyone you will ever meet knows something that you don't don't judge a book by a by its cover, and because of that, yeah, be open-minded with everyone that you meet. Nice. Everybody knows something that you don't, so everyone has something worthwhile to tell you that you can learn from. Gotcha. Okay. Improv or traditional theater in Chicago? I have a love for traditional theater, but I'd probably go see the improv show. Okay. In fact, yeah, because I've only been to improv and comedy shows. I haven't even been to a traditional play here in the city. Okay. Have you been to the I.O.? No? Okay, then that question's out of the lightning round. All right, so then the last <laughs> question, the last question I have for you, Mr. Wilhelm Duke. Let's get it. This Justin is J. the Ward. last question of every lightning round that I like to ask folks. What is one piece of advice you would give to somebody else who has never been to Chicago and is either moving here or coming to visit here? What piece of advice would you give that person about Chicago? Uh, if you are going to have a car in the city... Uh, understand, try to get more acclimated with the, you know, the mapping of the city and the navigation. But if you're going to have a car in the city, understand the parking laws, rules, violations, 
and you know understand how the street signs work and where you can park because uh, parking tickets in this city are extortionist. They're a bitch. And if you don't know how to read signage and you don't understand the whole parking city system, like you will get screwed. So preach. If you have if you have a car in this city, learn that. Preach. Preach. hundred percent. That is good advice to give to anybody. And uh, with that, Wilhelm Duke, my buddy, my friend, <laughs> you made it through an episode of Couch Stories, my man. Thank you, Justin J. War, Chicago sixty. I'm Wilhelm Duke. This has been a pleasure. I've had a great time. Excellent. Okay, well, it's it's not done until I end it, but oh, I appreciate bad, it. I'm like, I'm like over here like doing my thing. This is improv. <laughs> I'm improvising. <laughs> He's like, I'm out, bitches. <laughs> no, but I really appreciate you coming on and shit, man. I love that. Um, again, I mean, I love like this microphone has been dipping out of you. Yeah, I, like, I felt so bad. Smaller. There's a there's a knob there and shit. I love it, but um, yeah, man. Uh, just do what you need to do. But what, uh, where can people find you? Because if they didn't listen to the podcast, you schmucks, go listen to the yeah, podcast. But if they didn't go. listen to where can they find you watching and listening to this? So my name is Wilhelm Duke. That's W-I-L-H-E-L-M, space, second word, Duke, D-U-K-E. You can find Wilhelm Duke everywhere. I'm streaming everywhere. I'm on every social media platform. The only discrepancy is that on Twitter, I am Wilhelm Duke with that digit seven tagged on the end of it. So... Wilhelm Duke, literally everywhere. I'm streaming everywhere. YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram. Come find me. There you go. Go follow him and go listen to his stuff. We're going to post some of his music in the upcoming weeks. All of the videos from here. This episode, a lot from this gentleman here. It'll be coming out over the next couple of weeks. Go follow this man. Go listen to him. Follow and support him. Help him in his career because, I mean, you're going to enjoy listening to him. I enjoy listening to him. If you enjoy listening to me, It'll have no bearing on whether or not you'll like him. You'll probably like him more than me. But go do it. It'll be great. He is amazing. He is amazing. So go do that for us, please. And if you also liked listening to this segment and like what you see from the Chicago 60 in general, please go to Facebook if you're watching it there and like and follow us there, please. Also, if you're on YouTube, which is where you're probably watching this because this is usually only on YouTube, Hit the subscribe and the notification bell buttons, please. Because the more you help us out, the more subscribers. We just hit 100 subscribers. We're so happy about that. We're trying to get to 500 and then 1,000 and then a million in that order. So please, (laughs) just like that, please help us out and hit the subscribe button and hit the notification bell because we have all kinds of sketch comedy coming out, all kinds of things. We're doing a new segment because we're going to Toronto for one of our sketch films that uh, was selected for the Toronto Comedy Film Festival. We are so pumped for that. So we're coming out with a new segment for that, which we'll announce later. So we have so much content coming out, but you will miss all of it if you are not subscribed to YouTube and you don't hit the notification bell. So please go do that. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please also subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Because when you leave us a five-star review, it lets us know that you're enjoying the content that you're hearing. And if you don't, then we'll fix it but if you <laughs> ideally give us a five-star review and it helps us with the rankings when people look up chicago we really would help that because we want people to know more amazing people like wilhelm duke and all the other guests we'll have on here local chicago artists musicians comedians who are trying to make it trying to to entertain you help them entertain you by listening to our podcast and knowing about them and knowing where to go see them like wilhelm duke show on november 16th which we'll talk about so please go do that on itunes we're going to be on spotify 
So check us out on Spotify. At the end of the year, we'll be on there. We're going to have a Patreon account. We're going to have a website. Oh, my God, there's so many things. So just please go to all those social media platforms and help us out. Instagram, Chicago underscore 60, Chicago underscore 60. Go to those platforms. Subscribe, like, follow, share our shit. Help us help you about knowing what to do in this wonderful city that we call Chicago. And with that, that is another edition of Couch Stories. Please. And uh, Eric, we we have to end every episode of anything we do with Chicago 60 the exact same way. You remember what we did on the podcast, how we ended the show? Um, with right, right. Uh, favorite phrase? Right, right. And F the... Right. Yeah, we got yeah, it? Yeah, Are you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm apparently the loudest whisperer of all no, time. No, no, you're not. You know, no one heard okay, it. Ready? No one heard Here it. we go. Three, two, one. Bear down, down and fuck the, the Packers. Packers. All right, everybody. Thank you again to <laughs> Wilhelm Duke. Thank you for watching and listening. And we will see you again next week. Bye-bye. Don't be a dick. Be a Ditka.